I don't know. What are we talking about, growth? Okay. Yeah. Growth. Girl's gonna introduce it. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of Bag Full of Beans. Today in the room, you've got Adriana, Pearl, Ethan, Bag, Stefan. Bag is Gabo. I also don't. Oh. I also don't think I've ever said Adriana. We have to. We have to nail the names down. There's At this point, index. Yeah, but like, oh, okay. I, I think I should. I okay. always say back. I know you do. Okay, so I. Okay. Okay. We refer to you. I like you're. You're like Gabo on our like captions. Yeah. Should I switch it? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. But that's that's my. Yeah. Index is still being written. Index being written. ETA twenty twenty one. I have been working on a website. (laughs) ETA twenty twenty one. Yeah. ETA twenty twenty one. December. I mean. I'm joking. Yeah. At any point. At some point. But I'm no longer busy. But. No, you're fine. Yeah. So, this time around, we're going to be talking about something that we've been mentioning every once in a while with our podcast because it's just so ever-present in our conversations but we want to talk about growth specifically this time and when we like say growth like I mean like all right like when you're a kid like a teacher says something and like you no longer think you're able to aspire to that career or something like that like that's something that you cannot control that you that's been said to you um and it prohibits like that kind of growth but then like as we become adults and as we increase our own agency we have more control over how we grow and what we want to go towards um, than we did as kids. So I kind of want to like open up the discussion on like what we all think growth is right now for us, but what 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 was growth back then when we were children too? Hmm. I would also like to pose the question of how did physical actual growth impact <laughs> one's growth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I know, because I know that Ethan, you were like really tall, really quickly. So like, yeah. how has that changed you? Sure. And I was like really short for like a long time. Sure. So like, we were on different ends of the spectrum. So yeah, posing that question. I mean, like for me, like immediately off of that, like my I was told not to play. Um, well, I was like, people were like, you you're not tall enough for basketball. So I just mm. like stopped playing basketball competitively, mm. and that was kind of it. Mm. <laughs> I feel and like. Oh, sorry. I just like focus more towards music. Hmm. Also good. Also good. But I hear you. This isn't like height growth, but I like hit puberty super young, which I feel like forced me to grow like quickly just because mm-hmm. like you're like 10 and like have boobs. So like then you just have to like learn the ways of the world so much younger. Yeah. Of just like, um, because like, yeah, I, I definitely was like one of the earlier ones of, in my school. Like I got my period like in fifth grade, which is like super young um, to hit puberty. So like you just have to like learn that sort of stuff sooner, which just kind of kind of sucks. And I remember my best friend, Roxanne, we were like the only two who had our period in our grade and um, or that we knew about anyway. And like we related on that because like we had had like more open conversations with our moms because of it and just like. Yeah, like, you're just in a different place developmentally, and it's just, like, weird. But I feel like that was something that physical growth impacted, like, mental growth and just awareness of the world. Like, it sucks because it feels like a bubble is burst. Do you think that made you more considerate of your peers who have yet to go through their period? Like, were you, like, more compassionate towards them, like, going through that later, do you think? Maybe, but, I mean, I don't think, like... I don't think getting your period's a bad thing. Like, I wasn't... Oh, you mean, like, the bubble bursting thing? Well, yeah, just, like, a whole world has been, like, open to these kids, uh, let's say. Like, did you feel like you were in on a secret, and then you, like, Hmm. felt, like, I don't know, above your peers for, Mm. like, being in on something? And how did that make you react towards it? Yeah, I don't... 
I definitely think I felt more mature always and like smarter in some ways, but I don't, I didn't like feel bad for them. I always, I, I, cause I was like, oh, well they're going to experience it like when they're supposed to. I don't know. Like it, it did kind of suck though, honestly, uh, experiencing that so young. And I don't, like, I don't think I realized it like in the moment, but just like, yeah, just having that bubble, especially now that I have an eight year old sister. I'm like, she's so fucking little. Like I can't even imagine like around that age having to like talk about that sort of thing why did it suck just because like I, I feel like a lot of that stuff doesn't even cross your mind when you're a kid like a lot of things that happen in the world and you just like are forced to think about it and it just like sucks for there to be like yeah I mean you're just like forced to think about mm. something that is just so cringe and like mm. uncomfortable when it wasn't even something that like crossed your mind in any capacity mm. When you, like, started talking, like, my first, like, about your bubble bursting, my first instinct was, yeah, men are gonna look at you weird, and you're, like, a 10-year-old with boobs. Mm -hmm. Like, that was, like, what my bubble bursting was more like. But that's, like, the first thing my, my mind went to. Because, like, when you, like, start, like, showing your, uh, start, like, your development starts happening, like, that is also, at the same time, like, when your mother is, like, okay, people are gonna look at you differently, you need to dress differently, you need to be more aware of how you look and what, how you mm -hmm. act. Yeah. Like, that became a thing. Mm -hmm. That was the conversation we had. Not necessarily, okay, this is what your body... I didn't know shit about what was happening to my body, but mm. I knew how to act and how what to be wary of instead. Yeah. Like, that was my bubble burst thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, it was definitely... There was definitely the conversation of, like, oh, you're gonna go sleep at a friend's house. Like, like my mom was always, like, really cautious of, like, always be careful with like dads and like yeah, things like that yeah. was always part of the conversation i mean just, like she, like if the dad is hanging out with like in the same room with you guys a lot like let me know like that's yeah. weird or just like things yep. like that like um, older brothers were also a big thing for my for, like me I, I didn't get to go to a sleepover until i was like 13 14 yeah my mom was never a fan of sleepovers but she did let me like eventually like in middle school i definitely had a lot of sleepovers but I, I i know that she didn't love it but yeah. she didn't want me like miss out on that i guess yeah. um yeah, but that was definitely a big part of the convo, which I, I get, like, shit happens, and thankfully, yeah. I don't... It, it really does. Like, I definitely know people yeah. where shit has happened, and it's it's just, it's so common and never talked about. Mm. Like, that's the thing, and I, I guess that's why parents are always so wary about it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I didn't think, think about that, because yeah. I don't have any sisters or anything. Yeah. It is depressing that this conversation turned into that so quickly. Yep. That's yeah. depressing. That's good. I guess that... I guess that I, I mean, I have an older sister, but I was never, I was never in on those conversations, like, between my mom and my sister. Like, I don't know what conversations happened, but I was <laughs> either too young or too, like, XY chromosome to, like, be cognizant of that. So I've never, I've never really thought about that either. Yeah, my growth story was going to be, like, just being, like, along the line of being, like, a larger person. I mean, know? that's super valid, though. I was just yeah. saying my experience. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to just, like, shift like, gears. Like, how I used to play on the older soccer team. Like, I used to go play up, like, two or three ages sometimes for, like, because my coach had an older team. And he'd be like, yeah, you're, like, same height. And he'd take, like, three of us to the games. And just seeing those guys be like, they were such dickheads to everyone. Like, their parents, coach. Yeah. And then they were just, like, an angry, bad team. Like, we were playing on their team, being three years younger at the same time. It was, like, 15 playing up with 18-year-olds type thing. And it was, like, wow, I do not want to be these guys. Like, that was, it was just, like, a view into this world of, like, 
coming out being like a dickhead kid where you just like don't take people's like guidance slash advice and then you just think like you know what's going on because all of these guys were just like they'd pass the ball and then like instantly start yelling at whoever the next one was like yeah. there was no sense of unity Classic. i don't know that like really stuck in my head for some it was like a moment where i was like we're gonna be a better soccer team than them and then mm. like we had like our little run of like getting into state league it was so, cool. so were you like scared to grow up because you thought that would happen is that uh, what you're there was definitely part of that because like also we were like going through like this I don't know, like, as a team, there was a lot going on, and then we were going through puberty type, like, we were 15, 16, so, like, a lot of guys, like, one dude, one dude knocked up a girl, like, during that time, and we were like, what the fuck, and then some of us were just, like, being little rage heads ourselves, so I could see, like, that, I was kind of like, oh my god, like, our team is gonna turn into this, like, this, these guys, and I did not want that. Did you get along with them, or was it just like completely separate? My soccer team, like the old, well, the older kids. No, they were like they were the worst people, dude. Yeah. They would just like (laughs) yell at you if you like missed a touch, and it would be like you're not that good, bro. (laughs) Damn, why why they suck? They they just like they had been good, I guess, like, and they thought they were hot shit, and they all thought that they they were just good at soccer. Was this outside (sighs) of school soccer? Yeah, this was club soccer. Mm. Yikes! Sounds like a classic toxic locker room. Yeah. yeah, but we didn't even have a locker room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, these kids got together on the weekends and just, like, scream at each other. Because it was like they had played at a competitive level outside of, like, like they're playing other cities, but our club and stuff sucked. Like, we were not hot shit. There was mm. no way they were good. Yeah. When you say, like, you were all going through puberty and stuff, was that something you, you felt like you were aware of at the time? Or not um, really? I think it, like, I felt aware of it in terms of, like, there's hair here now, so, like, <laughs> yeah. besides that, not really, like, I was, I think I got tall, like, around eighth grade, and that was, like, the only thing that was, like, it was a height difference, mm-hmm. and, like, oh, there's hair places, besides that, puberty wasn't, like, something I was aware of. Yeah, yeah, I feel like even, I feel like puberty is awkward for the kid, but also for the parents, like, to talk about, so it's kind of, like, mm. for some people, like, an unspoken thing that then someone has to go through alone sometimes definitely yeah i feel like when my parents had the talk with me like it was just like over like i felt accused as a small child because i was like i'm not like sexually active guys dude i'm not even thinking about that that's so funny when you say that with this girl Mm -hmm. and it like didn't work out and that was like my goal yeah (laughs) Uh that's so funny yeah i was always like not not down to have that talk but well, because I also feel like, I don't know, I don't know about y'all, but, like, I definitely knew what sex was and stuff before, like, my mom even tried to talk to me about it, yeah. so I was like, I know, thanks. <laughs> I, I never really remember, I don't, I, I, I might just not be remembering it, but I don't think I ever really got, like, a formal version of the talk, Same. nor did I ever really get a formal version of, like, any, like, landmark adolescent, like, checkpoint yeah Mm. so i so like kind of to what you were saying back a little bit i just kind of like i didn't i didn't breeze through puberty i was definitely like my most insecure when i was going through puberty but it wasn't because it was like i'm going through puberty like what is happening to me it was mostly just like i'm going through puberty so i'm gonna be i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna like look like shit for the next few years (laughs) like i i don't and that was like the only thing i thought like, I, I didn't think of anything i didn't think it wasn't that deep to me i just like went yeah. to middle school and then to high school okay i'm a little taller now 
okay, my voice is a little deep, but I'm still kind of like rap voice guy. Okay, now I'm like graduating high school. Now there's hair on my face. That's it. That's literally Did it. you ever experience... Uh, <laughs> Straight up. Because <laughs> I, I remember just like being around like guys and like the voice thing being a big thing and like... Just, like, people were like, like, oh, you're just, like, your your voice cracks and that kind of thing. Was that something you cared about, or was it, like, whatever? Voice cracking? Yes, I was very yeah, insecure. I mean, about you, yeah, you get insecure <laughs> about that because your friends, like, your friends, like, call you out if your voice cracked. Like, you. my voice was always, like, pretty high. So when I was younger, I was like, oh, I want, like, a deep, like, rusty voice and, like, be that guy. <laughs> and, and then I, like, but now that's all, but, like, it's funny because all of that stuff, and this is also to the growth point, all of that stuff I've, like, forgotten about. And not because I just, like, breeze by it without it, like, causing any trauma or scarring or, or insecurities, but just because... I, it, it was never that deep. I never really talked about it. It just kind of happened, and I never, I, I was never told that it would be a big deal, and so it wasn't really a big deal. And when I thought it was a big deal, that was, like, something I dealt with on my own. Like, that was something I was insecure about on my own, and I didn't tell anyone, and, like, we never talked about it, like, with anyone. Mm-hmm. And now it's over. And I have, like, nothing to say about puberty in that regard. Yeah, yeah it's interesting, because it's, like... Because, like, by the time you realize, like, oh, I'm a person, it's, like, already happening. You're, yeah, like, exactly. 12, 13, you're, like, oh, wait, I'm, like, a huge, like, what is this? This is weird. <laughs> I'm not just, like, doing exactly what I'm told all the time. And then it's, like, oh, God, now, like, this, right. this is, like, your whole existence. So yeah. it's, like, you don't even realize something is weird. Yes. Like, for me, the growth thing wasn't so much, like, body changing as much as it was more of a perspective thing. Yeah. Ethan, like, oh, I'm not just, like, I'm not just doing what I'm, what I'm told anymore. Now I can think for myself a little bit. Not that I knew what it meant to think for myself, but, like, the prospect of being able to do that in the future was exciting and, like, led me to be who I I am now. Like, not a good or bad thing. Just, like, that is what the process was when the third eye opened. True. (laughs) I feel like I was... With eyeglasses. Like, I I feel like I was just, like... I felt, like, so burdened by puberty, like, in a way. Like, I feel like I was aware of it just because, like... Because I, I remember the very first time I got my period, I was like, this is something I have to deal with every month for the rest of my fucking life. Ooh. That sucks. Like, yeah. and just having that realization. Or also, like, I remember I remember the first time I shaved my legs as well. It was, like, shortly thereafter. Mm. I remember, like, asking my mom, I was like, is it okay if I shave my legs? And she was like, yeah, like, if you want. Um, and and also just being like, okay, this is something that like, I have to do now forever. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It's just, yeah. like, a weird... Let it grow. Let the hair go. Yeah, to me, that was exciting. When, when I first, like, shaved the hair on my face and yeah. my little mustache and I was, like, a little scrawny <laughs> boy and I had, like, a little bit of, like, stubble on the mustache hair and I was like, oh, I get to, like, shave this off. I went to the Rite Aid down the street from where I live. <laughs> I picked up some of that, uh, what's it called, Barbasol yeah. or something and I picked so up, like, cute. a normal Gillette razor and I, like, like excitedly, like, shoved it to the cashier and I ran home and I was, like, doing I it. had, like, I was, like, two so little hairs. excited. Yeah, I, like, didn't shave again for, like, four months because I didn't need to, but I was just excited. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. So that was exciting to me. That's funny. Oh, I think it, it has to do also with, like, the expectations of, like... Yeah. 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 Stuff, like... Yeah. Shaving yeah. your legs as, like, a young girl is different from, like, finally being able to shave your face because you're, like, a man. Like, yeah. those are two different yeah. things, I think. One is, one is, like, a... One feels more like a burden. The other one yeah. is, like, excitement. Yeah, yeah. or it's, like, oh, Definitely. it's starting to be noticeable and, like, not cute. You should shave your legs. Right. Yeah. You know, exactly. kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And, like... Exactly. So just, like, the nervous surrounding, it's just, like, different. Yeah. But I'm glad that was exciting for you. It was exciting. <laughs> I still remember it. I, I still have... I, it's so funny. Like, I, I I still have that razor in my bathroom at my parents' house at home because... The same one? Yeah, because I, like... I mean, because you guys know me. Like, I never shave. Like, I've never really been one to, like, shave 
I, I, I don't know. I, for, I can't for those listening it's at around. home, like, I, I don't shave. I mostly just, like, leave it alone, and that's always been the case. So I, like, it's funny. It, like, I, it's funny sometimes to think about because I was really excited. I, like, bought that shit years ago, and it's, it's <laughs> still there. Like, the so same scary. can of, like, everything. The same everything is still there. Damn. I maybe jumped the gun. <laughs> In hindsight. Maybe a great point. It's interesting because for me, it's like the opposite experience. Because I was like, so like all through like when I was a kid, I had like a really sweaty like upper lip. This is like a noticeable phenomenon. Just because I had all these like little like invisible hairs like right there. Uh-huh. And so that like I always like had like, literally I was like 12. I had like a not like trivial amount of like facial hair like right here. And, like, the whole time, like, eventually, when I was, like, 15, I needed to start shaving, like, to not just, like, look, like, trash. Like, just so you were, like, a rat. Because it was, like, growing. It's, like, definitely, like, noticeable, but not, like, enough to be, like, real. And it wasn't, like, exciting. I was, like, this fucking bullshit. Because, like, I, now I have to do this all the time. And, yeah. like, I have, like, pretty sensitive skin. Like, it's really easy to cut myself shaving. So if I want to do it and not, like, cut myself, it takes me, like, 25 minutes. Damn. Like, 20 minutes to do like obviously I can't do that shit every day. Definitely. But like I don't lo- like I don't love the so like I try and keep it like short. Mm. But like I feel like my clean look is like better. I like that more, but it's like so it's just the upkeep. Up yeah, yeah. So I'm just like this is bullshit. Like I so yeah, like definitely opposite I like feeling. That. I like Tune that. into last week's hair episode. I think I think I, that, like, if I could grow hair on my face, I would I would love to hate Bro, take shave, it. Dude. Yeah, you can have that. Definitely the difference. I, I wonder if this is the case that the difference between me and you, okay, so what, like I was like I'm I'm super late to the game, puberty wise. Like I was always a little later on. I guess I I just like started late. I guess I was just like a late bloomer. So I suppose I was always a little insecure of like my air quotes masculinity in that way. Like I mm. wanted to be like I wanted to be like more masculine or more manly. So when I did start to like shave my fucking lip of the, the three hairs <laughs> that was like exciting for me yeah. and when i started to like do the man things that w- that was like exciting to me whereas to like a normal fucking human it's like oh my jesus now i gotta I have to, like go through the motions no, yeah definitely i was the That's first fair. time i could like shave a mustache it was exciting for me and then it was like uh this isn't really a burden like it's like a little bit and every time i'm like i wish go that it would it. just grip more because my dad is like a fat beard yeah, you'll get there. Hopefully. Big double. <laughs> as far as, like, when you were saying about, like, a teacher or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking more mental growth. Y'all went towards... Well, which is all kinds of growth. Yeah, like, that, that, I feel like that impacts mental yeah. growth. Yeah, I was going to get there. Mental growth. Yeah, we're going to get there. Yeah, we're going to get there. That's more we're college there. to me. More college? Yeah, physical growth, more, like, middle school, high school. And mm. then, I like, I'm a much different person now. Because I didn't do a lot of emotional growth in high school mm. yeah i had a thing a different person than i was in high school mm. for sure. yeah not even like yeah definitely. not even close it's different now it i've been different. told a lot that i'm too mature for my age like growing up like every everyone every adult would tell me you're so mature mm-hmm. or like you need to be more like a kid like i would get that so often older sibling syndrome yeah Maybe. my sister's the same way or like she got that as well it's so annoying. It was definitely annoying to be told that often. Yeah. When I was in like fifth grade, I remember going to church and pe- literally, it's so like obviously these are like older people, like mid 70s or like maybe even early 80s. So they're not like, maybe they're not entirely like mentally there, but literally <laughs> people would be like, 
are you like are you like a, are you applying to colleges right now and I was like I'm 10 I'm 10 I'm definitely how tall were you I'm so scared you were so tall I mean I was put a picture how tall do you think you were at age 10 I was probably like 5'10 or 5'11 at 10 years old you were in like elementary shut up no I mean I must have been at least 5'9 that's insane. Is that for real? I'm like 5'11". Because I was... You were like 5'10". That's so crazy. I was like this tall when I was... Like, I was as tall as I am now. So, like, 6'2 when I was, like, 14. So, you could not have been that much shorter when you were 10. And I definitely did, like, most of my growing before I was, like, 13. Whoa. That's insane. Yeah, and my voice... I did all of my growing after I was 13. No, that's definitely crazy. Because, like, my... And also, you're saying, like, about the voice. Like, by the time everyone's voice started cracking, I was... I I sounded like this. (laughs) Like, like people were 15 and their voices were cracking in class. And I could have, like... I never did this, but I was thinking about this just now. Like, I should have called the school and pretended to be, like, my parents or something. Yeah, that would have been so fun. Like, a Ferris Bueller situation. Yeah, like, you definitely could have done it. So That's amazing. I'm imagining you very on weird. like the bench of like your middle school basketball team, and they're like, "Let me see this kid's ID. <laughs> like, who is I this mean, kid?" What's sad is I was terrible about. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a head taller than everyone else on the bench, just like sitting there, and everyone else is at your shoulder height. I am twelve. Kids on my team. That's so funny, they're, like, dude. My size. Yeah. yeah. Classic. 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 No, but that's that's so funny to think of like a lot of the growth like uh, milestones in middle school and even high school. High school were like physical achievements slash physical growth. Definitely. Like it was always something that I literally did. Definitely. And like definitely thinking in terms of like my mental growth and like thinking like of becoming a bigger human. Let's say was vaguely on my mind. I was mm. really trying to get into college. Like yeah, my biggest yes, aspiration <laughs> at that point. I feel like, yeah, I, growth wasn't, like, on the forefront of my mind much before, I would say, like, mid-high school for me, but I feel like there's a difference between that and, like, I don't know, I feel like life sometimes throws shit at you, and it just depends, like, in what sort of environment you grow up or, like, things that happen in your life, but, mm-hmm. like, I feel like sometimes you're forced to, like, emotionally mature with yeah. certain things, um, with, like, oh, parents that aren't together or, like, things happen in family or things like that that, like, you inevitably have to, like, mature emotionally in some ways just because you're, like, faced with some conversations and stuff that other people aren't maybe. But, yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily growth because I don't think I was, like, conscious enough to be, like, oh, like, how can I become, like, a better person out of these things? Yeah. Necessary adaption to where your circumstances are. Yeah, I don't know how, like, at what age I become cognizant of that. I feel like Mm -hmm. high school. I was very cognizant of that at a very young age. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, everything felt very, like, just, like, growing up, one of my parents told me felt very career-oriented. Like, you should be doing this next. Like, you should really think about your future. Like, thinking about your future was a huge part of me growing up. Like, that was a big... That's, like... Because when you asked me, like, do you think you think about the future too much? I was like, yes. no. And I said oh. no because, like, that was how I was raised. Oh, yeah. You did say oh, no. Oh, like, by you, your standards. I asked no. you if you obsessed about your future, yeah. and then you, you said yes, and then I asked you if you think about it too much, and you said no. So yes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Copy. Okay, I understand. But, yeah. like, that's super telling. Like, yeah. I get you. That makes sense. And that's that's just why. Because, like, I'm going to, like, every, every week, it's like, dream big. Dream big. And it's like, okay, I want to do this, or I want to do that. Or, like, how do I get there? How do I improve myself? How, what skills do I need to, like, learn? What tools do I need to get here? Like, that was very, so, like... How young were you when you were thinking about 
Third grade. No, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> how do you? How do you answer that question thing. so fast? March second. <laughs> 2006. Okay, I'm not I, even I literally I was like preparing <laughs> to be a surgeon when I was in third grade. My like the the idea of Stanford Medical School school was like, all right, it's happening. Oh that was like there in my head. Oh my god. When I was in third grade, I I wasn't I wasn't thinking about I wasn't thinking about anything. I was thinking about how much fun I was gonna have summer break with my friends, like biking around and playing soccer oh at the elementary school like playground. Dude, straight up. That's when you it. have a dad that makes that wakes you up in the morning on vacation to do math <laughs> because it's good for you, <laughs> so like that you emotionally oh mature so much. <laughs> Shout, out. Shout out, Bubba! Like Shout I keep Bubba. Bubba like will literally sit down with me even now and like work with on my homework with me, and but, I love that. But. Respect. Where do you feel like growth plays into that though? Like, do, do you feel like you were constantly trying to like? I was better constantly yourself? trying to improve myself, and that's why right academically, now, or? academically, personally, like, I was, I was, I'm always someone who's very like aware of my mistakes and how I can fix them and what I need to do to fix them. I'm never really someone to dwell on past mistakes because I feel like that's always going to be, that's going to impede next my next growth, my next step. Yeah. So I, I like, mm. it's 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 really interesting how like my brain works that way. I was just like, all right. This happened. I fucked up. We need to move on from this because we can improve off of this. Mm. Like I, I've never really had like a whole like okay we fucked up. I'm gonna break down now. Like that's never been my thing. Yeah. Because I think I would actually fully break down if I did that. Mm. Growth mindset definitely. Growth mindset. Yep. I have like a. I think I have a response to something Dre said about like separation influencing maybe like a, I don't know unconscious growth, but I think like. Because my parents were, like, uh, because my parents were divorced and they were, like, located nearby to each other, it was, like, it became, like, conscious that, like, obviously they don't want to interact. So, like, I would, like, try and keep their interactions, like, very consciously. I would just try and keep them from, like, having to transport me to, like, each other's houses, even mm. though they live so close. And because of that, like, I would always, like, ride to school. Like, when I started biking around in mm -hmm. the summers and stuff with my friends, I was like, wait, my school is, like, in the middle of the place where I'm biking all around. Like, I can go <laughs> to school like this. And then, like, every Monday is the day that I would transfer. I would get, like, my school bag, and then I'd put my soccer bag, like, on top of my school bag. And I would Classic. bike up, like, this huge fucking hill, like, oh, home. Yeah. Because just, like, I would... That was the day that I didn't have to, like, ride back and forth, but I just had to, like, keep riding. I would go to school with my two bags, and then I would just go to a different house, like, uh -huh. with, like, my life. And then when I started driving, like, before Sasha, the MDX, like, that thing was, like, my house, high yeah. key. Like, it was just yeah. everything that was necessary for both houses, and then I just had, like, oh, wow. clothes and shit at both of those places. That's so wow. crazy. That's I, I will say, like, wow. I honestly, like, I'm... Like, even though my parents were separated, like, I, I always lived with my mom, and, like, living with my dad was, like, never in the in the question, in the conversation or anything, which, like, I was honestly pretty grateful for, because, like, a lot of kids did split their time like that, and, like, I was always like, oh, that must be really hard. Um, do you feel like it was hard? Like, did it suck, or was it, were you, like, pretty the used to it? The thing that was, like, like, that I liked, because that gave me, like, a lot of freedom in ways. Like, there was literally time where I was, like, kind of unaccounted for by any parent, because all mm. the parents were, like, he's in transition. But, like, and I just got to get away with a lot of stuff in that time. But like, <laughs> the only time that it was, like, really a bother is, like, organizing, like, where I'm going to be around, like, holidays. Because I do split my time evenly. So, it's just, like, okay, am I, like, switching off Christmas morning? And I switch on, like, Christmas Day. Like, I would go from my, like, dad's thing to, like, my mom's. 
And yeah. it's like just that's weird to have like two different like family mm-hmm. events like yeah. same day like trying to like enjoy them. Like I have friends who parents split like later who would do like the Christmas thing like on separate days with both of their parents and that was like never a thing with them. It was like, okay, on Thanksgiving you're gonna have like breakfast and most of your meals here and then you'll like finish up at your mom's house. So shit mm-hmm. was like always split and awkward on like holidays. Yeah. But that was like the only time I was like really like I don't want to deal with like especially when I got older, like be like, okay, you can choose where you'll be. Like I don't want it to make it like a decision of Yeah, because it's like favoritism. Yeah. It. Yeah. That's the shit. And my dad would like kind of cave to like, oh go to your mom's thing and I'm like Wow, this is awkward. Um, but mm. like you'd have to fight to like be with my dad's time and there would be a conversation I did not want to have with my mother type. Ugh. And those were stressful times. Yikes. And also just like the range of like separations. I I thought my like situation was like normal and then like now looking back on it, like I am so grateful to my parents for separating so amicably. Because, like, people, like, there was no, there was never a stressful interaction, like, in a trend, like, in a changeover. Like, my parents would never, like, hold me and be like, oh, he's gonna be here for the next month. Yeah. Like, you can't see No, him. I feel you. Hostile. Yeah, when and I was young. It gets hostile so easily. Like, yeah, like, my, mm-hmm. my parents always got along when I was young, I was, which I was so thankful for. Like, we would still do certain, like, holidays together and stuff. When, like whole Yeah, or, like, uh, or, like, my mom would, like, go to my dad's, like, parents' house still. Like, that kind of thing. Like, they were still yeah. amicable in that way a lot. Which, yeah, I've heard definitely, like, crazy stories of people who, like, their parents just, like, straight up couldn't even talk. And I can't even imagine that. Yeah, or, like, fight. What? And, like, at, like, those soccer game things, like, parents would fight in the stands just because, like, you'd have both of your parents come to a game and they were separated <sighs> and they can't stand being like that. And oh, like, God. Okay, I don't want to be, like, that guy who can't even bring his family to the game. You know? Yeah, that's horrible. And it was also, but, like, a fun part of that was, like, whenever I'd go to Puerto Rico, because my parents are, like, semi-amicable, like, somebody's grandparents would take me to the other set. So I'd, like, go across the island with, like, be like, oh, I'm gonna go spend, like, a few days with my dad's grandparents, even though I'm vacationing with, like, my mom at that time. So mm, be extra, extra area, extra yeah, space. just to get a whole excursion where I'd, like, I'd go to my grandma, like, my dad's side grandma's house, and I'd go chase around iguanas for two days, come back to my <laughs> mom, who's, like, renovating part of her mom's house. I missed out on all the work, and I was just, like, running around with iguanas. <laughs> nice. It was perfect. That was kind of lit. That was kind of lit. Well, I never run around. Okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, I have to go spend time with family. I can't do work. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, classic. Something you said made me realize that, like, when your parents get divorced, it's not like you end up with, like, double the people. You really quadruples, because then you have, like, because, like, they're not just going to, it's not, they get, like, new people or whatever, like, yeah. people get remarried, and then it's like, oh, now we're, like, quadrupling the amount of family. No, that is, like, also another thing that plays into that is, like, the fact that Dale came into my life really young. Mm-hmm. Like, I call your Dale mom's, dad. Your yeah, mom's my stepdad. But, like, I call him dad, and I consider him my father. And, like, that is also something yeah. that's, like, not usual in, like, a divorce setup. Like, because I, I know a lot of my friends who's, like, call their... They're, like, remarried dad's partner, like, Karen. Yeah. To their face, and I'm like, that's weird. Oh, That's damn. really weird to me. Do you, you still call your biological dad dad, yeah. though? I consider them both my father. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, In I different ways. have a flexible definition of family. Now. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I consider very close friends, like, siblings of mine in a similar way. Yeah. Like, I would. Like, if I, if, if, if. If, um, 
if I was taught or if I experienced a world in which close, close friends were called like brother and sister kind of, like I would have done that my whole life. Yeah. So I, yeah. No, I totally, like, I don't. one of my, uh, the, my high school soccer coach, I would totally consider him my third dad, like high key. Yeah, like, yeah. His son, like my brother, just cause like I know he would be there for me if I like called him. Yeah. Like I would, Mark, I mean, shout out Mark Durkee. <laughs> shout out Mark, Mark gang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh God. That other Mark is my fucking second dad, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, if you guys are looking for a surfboard in the Huntington area, that's right. And there's a man with a dog tattoo, a German Shepherd tattoo. Right. Do not buy a board from him. He looks Just like rubber. Just get a foamy. He does look like rubber. <laughs> <laughs> He's so leathery. He literally so sent leathery. us to the surf shop, and they're like, "Wait, did you contact the shrivelly white man with a dog tattoo? Like he was infamous <laughs> around the oh area." My God. Yeah. Tattoo with dog on his arm? Yeah, that's Mark. They, they recognized him off the boards. They were like, wait, 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 wait. This makes sense. Uh, classic. Like boards are real. All that crazy shit. <laughs> I feel like I experienced a lot of growth, too, from middle school to high school with, like, like I went to, like, a Christian private school up until eighth grade, mm-hmm. and, like, I experienced a lot of, like, culture shock going to, like, an arts high school with, like, um, like, people's, like, gender identity or, like, sexuality and just, like, a lot of things that, like, I just wasn't exposed to and, like, wasn't it wasn't really talked about at all in my school and I feel like I definitely was like judgmental of things for a bit like when I first went to um my high school um and so I definitely think I went through a lot of growth like going into high school and then like graduating like Mm -hmm. in those four years like so I changed so so much just because I I think I just like gained a lot of empathy and like just like was just quite simply exposed to a lot more and like was just like came into contact with people with just like different experiences because I feel like at my previous school like everyone kind of came from the same place and like ended up in the same place and like it was just kind of like a one like literally there was like kind of like a it sort of seemed like everyone would go to that school and they'd go to like Texas Tech or A&M and then just like get married with their high school sweetheart and then like rinse and repeat and so like I like didn't realize that so much more existed um I did a little bit just because like I knew people outside of school just because of my parents and stuff, but, um, yeah, and I, I'm glad that, like, I went to the high school that I did. I feel like if I had stayed at my private school, I would be a lot more closed-minded, and I think I, like, I'm happy for that growth that I went through, even though it was uncomfortable at times, honestly, and, like, putting my religion and, like, morals at, I don't know, I felt like I thought the, thought about that sort of thing a lot more, about, like, where I stand religiously, where I stand morally, um, and just interrogated those things more just because before then, uh, religion just sort of happened because like your parents and then you're taught, um, and not to say that I've totally distanced myself. It's just, I was just like thinking about it for the first time for myself, I think. Um, whereas before I I just kind of went through the motions. I guess when I was in high school, I went to... I went to uh, public school, like, my entire life up until the end of high school in the same town. And it was, like, a very monogamous town. Like, same folks, same stereotypes on, uh, like, the North Shore of Long Island. So, like, just, like, very just monotonous. Just, like, the same. Everything is the same. And it almost kind of lulled you into, like, a state of being unaware of what you're talking about, Tree, like, I wasn't interested in other people's experiences because I just was under the 
ignorant impression that everyone was the same because everyone seemed the same and everyone yeah. wanted to be the same exact thing. Yeah. Like, like just everyone wanted to be this, not like the same thing professionally or like, they just wanted to be the same. Like yeah. everyone wanted to be the same as everyone else. And this is some very American psycho. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 American. Well, I on, honestly, more it, it's, it's, it's more like the, it's like in book smart, they're all trying to get into college and they're all like competitive in that sense. But like in high school, it was competition to be a certain way, but that certain way isn't actually definable. And so for that reason, like high school is like, stupid yeah. because like no one actually, it's just like you either are some like a, appealing or you're not. And if you want to be, you like want to be appealing. And that's all I thought there was. So I was just, I just think I was so ignorant in high school of like everything. And I, I'm sure that came off in a lot of different ways that I probably am not even aware of today. Mm. But then when I got to college, I mean, that is that honestly, I didn't get my giant culture shock until um, college because I was so secluded um, on Long Island. I was so like barged off from the rest of the world and I had never even fucking been to LA really like at all. So when I got to school, I'm now in, like influenced by all these different types of people who have lived all over the world they've had all these different experiences and like instantly i felt different just because i was aware of so much more like people were so much more and had so much more breadth to their character than i thought people mm -hmm. could mm -hmm. and that like released a lot inside of myself as well as just like in my perceptions of everyone um. so i'm thankful i'm very very thankful for that for like getting out of long island <laughs> yeah, I think I had a very similar like experience to that, except like at the same sort of age that you did, Bree, because like when I moved to Chicago, I like had like a very like kind of like what you're saying, Steph, like I mean kind of like both of what you're saying, it's definitely resonating with like how I like adjusted. But it was kind of the thing, like I feel like my I mean, ever since I moved from Michigan, my like consciousness of like race and class has definitely been like exploding oh like every time I, like, make a new change, but I remember, so, like, I remember freshman year of high school, there's this thing that they do, it's, like, the high school I went to in Michigan was definitely, like, a progressive high school for, like, a white suburb, like, for sure. Sure. Mm -hmm. Like, that, but, like, there's still, there's not, like, so much that, like, they can do because you don't know anything, you Ex know what I mean? Like, the kids, yes. like, the, you, they can tell you, like, whatever they want, but, like, ultimately, all these white kids from, like, rural and suburban Michigan are just gonna be, like, yeah, okay, but, like, Yep. Like, black people should just work harder or something. Like, that's the type of shit, like, that happens. And so, like, I'm sitting in... So, they, they do this thing called Diversity Day. And <laughs> so, like, yeah. So, like, nice. Great day. Sorry. Great day. Nice. And so, they had this woman come in. This black woman comes in, and she talks. And so, like, they there were, like, real, like, actual, like, good events. Good because, like, there were a lot of kids at the school who... So, like, a ton of kids at the school, like, their parents worked at Michigan State. So, there's, like, a ton of, like, Asian and Indian kids... And so, like, they all definitely, like, and so, like, this was, like, you know, they, there was, like, a Indian dance thing or, like, a whatever, like, all these, like, things, and that's fine. And then, like, everyone's, like, watching the dance or whatever. Oh, like, like, a class. Class. <coughs> like, thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, that part yeah. is, like, fine. Like, everyone's, like, happy to be out of class to watch their friends, like, dance or whatever. But then there's this black woman comes in and she talks, she, like, talked about white privilege, but she, basically, she started off and she was, like, you guys all have it like, really easy, which, like, to, like, a 14 or 15-year-old 
white kid who like has trouble sleeping and is like, sad, and, like doesn't sad know all anything time. else. Like, you don't know anything, so you're like, well, this is kind of why are you being mean to me? Like, <laughs> like leave me alone. Yeah. And, but then like I moved to Chicago, and then like my classmates are like, oh yeah, I take the train like two hours every morning to get here. Yeah. And I was like. I got it. Like, yep. I, yes. like I had, then I had the yes. this, like, ex like I knew these people and I had these experiences and I was like, oh, I, I get what she was saying or like whatever. It's like, you just don't know shit yeah. when you mm -hmm. live in a place like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the ki I remember this kid, senior year, this kid I was friends with, this black kid from the south side of Chicago who took the train two hours every day to get to school. He was like, yeah, the essays want me to talk about like challenges I've had or like struggles I've faced. And like, I don't, I can't think of any. I was like, Edward, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you take the train two hours every day to get to school. Like, you can think of something. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, like, he just couldn't, like, see it. He was like, I guess that's a challenge. I was like, what do you mean, I guess? Yeah. yeah Everyone's yeah, just, I, like, I so... five minutes to school every yeah. day. That's all I knew. So, like, what, it, like, just the area as an echo chamber of, a, of like, not, not an ideology, but just, like, a, a, a way of life in which you only know what you see and if all you see is me 13,000 times, yeah. like, what am I going to, like, oh, my God. And then thank God I left because then I see, like, everyone else. I remember thinking that with, like, the the food at my school, like, uh, like cafeteria food. Like, I remember I was like, Mom, they, like, serve breakfast. That's, like, so crazy. Like, but then, like, and then so they, awesome. they made, like, school lunches, like, free and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, like, yeah. th that's one of the things that I was, like, like, that's so funny that they do, like, breakfast, and she's like, people, like, need to, like, people, like, rely on their school to eat. Yeah. Like, that's why they yeah. do that. Like, it's yeah. not just, like, for, it's not, like, cute. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, you get there early for pancakes. Like, I thought it was, like, a luxury. It's like, oh, my God, they, like, serve breakfast. Yeah. And it's like, oh, people are straight up relying. And pe those people definitely existed in my high school, and people who, like, took several trains to get to school and that kind of thing that I just was did, was not aware of, which just, is, like, yeah. speaks to my privilege. Um, I remember, like, when COVID first started, we... Like, one of the first news stories I watched while, like, watching TV back at my parents' house, we were, like, watching Ana Cabrera at, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon on CNN, and she was, like, like, she was, like, 200,000 um, New York City school district students are without lunch today because no one's in school, and I was, like, oh, my God, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And that, it's just that same yeah. shit. I just don't need, I didn't even, like, no, damn. That's super ignorant I, like, I don't really blame myself for being ignorant but I was super ignorant yeah yeah my high school they so like they would send home these like flyers like they gave out free lunch to anyone and like free breakfast as well but like they would send home these like pieces of paper that you and it was like a form and you were supposed to like have your parents fill it out to like request free lunch and like the underlying like message was like do this so we can get more money I would bring this home to my parents, and I, I was like, can you sign this? I'm like, why? You don't need, like, free lunch. We have, like, what? I don't understand. And I was like, no, it's still, like, the school, like, gets money or whatever. And like, no, like, I'm not, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like, I'm not signing this. Like, I'm not, you know, like, I'm not putting my name down to say, like, can I have a free lunch or whatever. But, like, so that was, like, such a weird, like, interaction. That's interesting. Yeah. But then, like, the school would literally, it's like, they would give you, like, a milk with your lunch, right? Right. And, like, my friends would go through the line. And they would just want a milk, but like they wouldn't give you the, yes, they, they wouldn't, wouldn't give, give you, you the anything milk. in pieces. Yeah, so you had to take the whole meal because this is how they get the money, and they have to spend like the whole budget on the food. So my friends would literally go through the line, get a lunch, and sit down and be like, "Does anyone want this food? Like, I'm gonna throw this out." And then people would be like, "No, I don't want it." And they just take the milk and throw all the food out. Ugh. And like what? I I remember like, that too. I remember like whenever there was like certain like 
just random shit that I want because I started eating school lunch like senior year because yeah. I just got way too lazy to pack anything and like sometimes I would want just like one item yeah. like I just want like an apple right now or like I don't know bag of Doritos and they'd yeah. be like you have to take the yeah. whole tray I was like Damn. why though yeah. and they're like I mean, you yeah, need to and it has like the milk and everything uh yeah the milk I went to too small of a school to have well my charter didn't have lunch programs or anything like we had like a hot meal day you had a QT down yeah. the street <laughs> yeah I had a QT down the street where I ate like all of my lunches post Ninth, tenth grade. That, I'm not even playing. QT like as in quick trip. Two pizzas. Yeah, like yes. a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> or like taquitos, like that were on the whole roller trays. Like everyone went there. There was just like That's fucking so like a line of kids. Of children. <laughs> yes. So that QT is probably the most profitable gas station in Tucson. Literally, like just because it's right by our school. It's so funny. But like that was definitely part of like bubble bursting. Like that place was so small, and also everyone at like my school, like we were just we thought we were the shit. We had like three high schools around us that we just walloped in any type of like metric, right? And we were like becoming the one of the best schools in like the country as like basis was like expanding all over Arizona and eventually the world. So like everyone would just be like, "You guys are awesome," and we would just like suffer while taking tests. But like all the adults in our lives where we're just like you're the best kid ever yeah you're so <laughs> smart like i think a lot of like my growth post college has been like this superiority complex that has been like hammered into me being like oh like you are doing all of the work that you need to to be successful in life and like you are just better because you are able to do that effort like that type of like mentality was definitely all over our school and it was mm-hmm. like it was something we talked about in like the schools around us just be like Oh, they dislike us because we're, like, better than them. Like, straight up would say that. And yeah. it's not like we are, but, like, we on paper, we were. And it was just like, haha. Like, I can demonstrate it in facts. So it was really just, like, this, like, this taking for granted. Like, all of this knowledge doesn't amount that much without a lot of wisdom. And I've really appreciated wisdom more. Nice. Mm-hmm. Sounds like some growth. A little bit. Nice. Yeah, sounds like nice. growth to me. <laughs> nice. I don't think I've ever experienced, like, a full-on culture shock or, like, a bubble bursting that y'all are talking about. It was kind of very, like, gradual for me. And also, like, I, like, knowing, finding out that I was, like, gay in, what, when I was, like, 11 or 12, like, that realization was kind of early. And I was like, okay, like, this is a thing now. I never felt bad about it. It was never something I wanted to hide but it was something I knew that was going to have to be dealt with with other people. Like, it was, gonna, mm. it was an external problem, not an right, internal like, problem. Right, like, ugh, yeah. Yeah, like, ugh, I it, have like, to, like, break the news to people, and, like, they're not going to take it well. Like, my parents will not take it Was it something you knew was well, an option? No. I did not know being gay was an option, which is why it took me a minute <laughs> to yeah. figure it out. Because like, I definitely used to, like, make up, st- like, yeah, I like this kid. Like, one of my friends, Adam, yeah. who's, like, now, like, a really good <laughs> friend of mine. Um, and, like, I, I like... Had a fake crush on him right. just, to, like, just to like, yeah, make just to, like, it say that. To yeah, people. just to, like, yeah, like I'm also like straight. Yeah, I have a crush on boys. <laughs> the OG beard. <laughs> the OG Adam. beard, Adam. Um, shout out to Adam. The man's lit. Shout out Adam. Nice. I love the shout outs in the episodes. Shout yeah. out Adam. Shout out Adam. Shout out Bubba. Shout out Mark. Mark. Nice. <laughs> nice. Good shout outs. Is any can we can we like have shout outs at the end of? I'd be episode. down. I'd be down. I'd like to just like out. tag them without warning. Yeah. <laughs> I'll comment on the Instagram and I'll be like, yo, you have to listen to, the listen to this episode for shout out at blank. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I think for that reason, I've never had like a huge um, culture bubble bursting thing. But also like, I think for me, my, my growth during 
middle school to high school wasn't also wasn't physical either because I kind of like grew to five three in like seventh grade and that was it <laughs> done <laughs> and like my body pretty much mostly stayed the same since um just like different like weight fluctuations that's about it but uh mine was opening up because I was a very shy not vocal person like I ha- I clearly had very like strong morals and a very strong understanding of, of a sense of duty like I had rat I used to rat out kids all the time oh, I was dark dark bro but it was things for like someone like like a group of kids literally bullying someone like that was a dark mm. I was oh okay that's oh, okay. what about like, like cheating I feel like not cheating I, I cheated I cheated like it wasn't I wasn't a narc but I was like very much like okay like these something, kids something a narc would say yeah you definitely <laughs> were like uh, you forgot to collect the homework teacher uh, yes. you did that I did don't do tell that. me that uh, I don't believe yeah you did I did not do that no I can't but you fucking did. <laughs> I ended up becoming more like I, cause like, I would like go to the teacher to like get them to handle it. Like hey, like they're literally calling like this my one of my best friends like a bitch to his face. Like you yeah. should go like you need to go inter inter intervene type of. T- I would do that shit yeah. a bunch. Um, yeah. 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 But uh, but like, um, I would never confront problems on my own. Like I would always go get help type of thing. And what happened as I like grew up was that I was starting to understand that I could confront these problems on my own and I could become vocal and these are things that I had an impact on that I could like directly do. And like I think somewhere around eighth grade I like became a different per I became a very friendly, a very talkative. I just started hanging out with everybody. I became I like became the person, one of the people to go to for help in like eighth grade. And, like, once I hit high school, I started doing debate, and that was a whole other world opening, mm. where I was like, okay, there are actual problems in the world, how can we, how can I, as a kid, help out? What yeah. can I do? Dude, it's weird. And that, that, that was my growth, that was my opening, that was, like, my bubble bursting in a, in a way, yeah. was that kind of realization, there's so many problems in the world, and I could do something about it. Yeah. That was that. You, you always talk Curl about your younger, Yeah, you always talk about your younger <laughs> self as if you're talking about someone else, and that you, like... You're always talking about yourself as if you knew, like, as if you are an omniscient narrator. So when you're talking about yourself in the past, which is weird to me, because how can you, like, do you think that you, do you think that you know who you used to be, like, 100%? I, yeah, I what, could probably be, like, you know, you know, like, how, like, in Mrs. Maisel, she's, like, taking notes on her, like, measure, like, like her, like, body, her body. Yeah, like, yeah. How she that's measures. what I do with my... Skill like set, mental. my mental thing. Past, I though? yes, I've always, I've always, wow. cat- I like catalog my experiences. Basically, that's what I, I have pretty damn good memory, um, and I'm yeah, like my main, my brain just works differently. I've, I've like come to realize that interacting with girl. interacting yeah, 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 with yeah, yeah, other people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know. That's I did just ask. Kinda, I did ask. Yeah, you did ask. <laughs> I did ask, but now okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know. It was definitely like a, a different experience for me just because like I like being queer also I've never felt like an American I didn't feel American until college and like I think for that reason too like I never had a bubble burst thing because my bubble was burst from the beginning (laughs) like I was already closing yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah I basically I got the bubble like as like yeah I found the bubble I found the bubble became part of the happy valley that Carmen Valley is um in high school but like yeah definitely like I I've felt like an outsider my entire life yeah so Never any bubble bursting. Yeah. In I'd, the traditional sense. I think if I tried to like psychoanalyze myself when I was like fifteen, sixteen, I'd have a stroke. 
And, and it's not because I it's not because I think I'm an outsider, but it's because I think I'm a fraud. And we don't have to go into that. Mm. But like, if I episode one to like, imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. True, 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 true. Shout out <laughs> whoever I shouted out in that episode. <laughs> but <laughs> if I like tried to figure myself, if I tried to like make observations and inferences about like my actions, if I was like watching myself on a screen and I tried to like analyze myself as I would a character in a movie, uh. uh I, could, I don't know. It was all a blur. I don't know why I did things. Mm. I felt like a puppet. I was just like doing things because oh, people told me to. And then I got here and now I don't anymore. So it's like the exact opposite thing. Yeah. So that's why. I definitely do have like, I, my ego grew as I, I kept psychoanalyzing myself because I, I was like, because like, you need to have an ego to do that. Yeah, you I need to so. think that you're so capable and so in control of your actions. Yeah, I guess you do. That's yeah, true. I mean, you're like ascribing a narrative to events. Exactly. Like, which, exactly. Like, yeah, I mean, you can do that. But, like, all, like for me, at least, like, I would be bullshitting because I never, like, did anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can make it seem, like, in hindsight, like, oh, yeah, I made these decisions, like, whatever. That's all bullshit for me. Like, I never, <laughs> never, like, planned right. that far into the future. Nothing like, was intentionally. that deep, right? Yeah, nothing was that, nothing was that deep. And also, like, you're talking about, like, when people, at the beginning of the, at, when we first started talking, you were talking about, like, teachers telling you that you could, like, do stuff. Yeah. Or, like, be whatever you wanted to be. I remember, like, getting told that, and I was like, that's not true. Like, that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, me? Do anything? No, that's crazy. <laughs> so, like, yeah. I've definitely felt like my a lot of my life today is, like, literally me saying fuck you to a lot of my past teachers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next episode. Next episode, we're only talking to teachers. We're only what talking the teachers said yeah, to us. Yeah, that we yeah we're going first grade. Psychoanalyzation number one. Senior year of college. Guilty. Uh, does anyone have any, any final thoughts they, they want to share? Yeah, sh- uh, shout out uh, shout out Ron and Julie. My mom, my, Julie, my mom, she like listens to these episodes. So oh my god, really? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully she's listening to this one. She shout always talks. Julie. Yeah, shout out Julie. She always talks. She always, she, or when we talk, she always like, uh, She's like, so I, I like learned this about like Peril today. Wait, like, that's oh, that's me. very unsettling. <laughs> <laughs> it's like really nice to hear. And at the same time, I'm like, okay, cool. I didn't know your mom listened. Julie, that like scares Julie, me. Julie so. listens. She loves this podcast. So shout out Julie. Amazing. Julie, shout out Julie. Shout out Julie, and thank you again. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thank Definitely you for, thank you for your contribution My to the kitties. Um, thank you for everything you do. Yes, thanks for the contribution of the kitties. Kitty update coming soon. Kitty update yeah. coming soon. We got Fundic. We got Fundic in the house. Fundic. Yeah, Fundic was in the pod. Actually, Fundic was in this pod. If y'all heard any now. rustling around minute thirty-five, that was Fundic, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fundic. Anyone um, else want to share anything? Or want to share anything? Chilling. I we definitely like strayed from the original topic of like growth, Definitely. but we oh, grew. I think yeah, yeah, we do. We did. What is growth? <laughs> what is growth? It's conversation growth. Uh, my final note is that we're all still fucking growing. Like yes. and, and growth is like we we keep reimagining ourselves, and it's gonna just we're never gonna stop. Oh, Yikes. can I can I say one thing, and then I won't say anything else, and everyone everyone else can have their final thoughts. Okay, when I was in this is this also has to do with Julie. Shout out Julie. When I was in, I actually don't even know if I've already said this before on the podcast, so I apologize if, if like y'all know this better than I did and I haven't said anything. But okay, so I was in the car one day with my mom and I was like 12, 13 years old and I was telling her about how I was like super mature because I was like a mature twelve year old. I don't know why the fuck I was so stupid enough to say some shit like that, but I was like honestly, I'm, I I literally said like I think I've sorted life out into like five or six different things. Like I think that I'm like not I like I don't think I can be influenced anymore. Like I think I'm like smart. Like I think I got this. I was like thirteen. Uh, like yeah, what the, the I can't I'll from. never forget that like I, I want to shoot myself when I think about that Damn. okay that's it bye. Don't do that. 
Yikes. Uh, in third grade, I once thought two kids were fighting, and then when one of them went into the bathroom to stop the second one from beating him up, which I found out later in hindsight, they were not fighting, they were just talking, I punched him in the nuts. Oh. And uh, I got suspended, so when Pearl was thinking about Stanford Med School, you were punching kids in the nuts. <laughs> I was punching kids in the nuts, because yes. I thought that was justice. It was justice. Strong justice. I was justice. justice. That's pretty good. I, I would support that. <laughs> I'm glad you got that on your chest. I had to. I would like pat you on the back if I was your parent. You tried something. You Thank tried you so much, good. everyone, for listening. Tune in next week. Bye. 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 Bye.